Hello, and welcome to Conundrum, a series of short stories written by John Lanyap, read by GK. Enjoy. Book 15, Unconditional Love. It was Thanksgiving Day at the Johnson residence. Danielle had been in the kitchen since 6 o'clock putting the finishing touches on the Thanksgiving meal. The house was filled with the aroma of cornbread dressing and sweet potato pies. According to her husband Alex, Danielle was the best cook out of all her sisters and she has four. The sisters would usually get together at their mother's house and share the cooking duties, but since Mama Beth had passed a few years ago, Danielle and Alex's home became the family meeting place for Thanksgiving. Alex and Danielle have been married 27 years. They have, tw they have three children. Roger is the oldest. When he was 19, he joined the Navy and for the last four years has been stationed in Greenland. Next in line is Vincent, the family musician, is 20. He plays the cello in a chamber orchestra. The youngest is Alicia. At 18, she is in chef school at Athens Tech. She has her mother's cooking gift and wants to take it to the next level. Last month, Danielle received a letter from Roger letting her know that he would be home for Thanksgiving. That meant all three of the Johnson children would be home. That pleased Danielle and gave Alex a pause for concern. Roger was somewhat of an odd child. He was, without a doubt, a, a, was smart and clever. He proved to be more than a handful for his parents. He would do things in grade school that would cause him to spend most of his days in the principal's office. For instance, one of his favorite activities was catching lizards and putting them inside the drawer of his teacher's desk. Calls to Danielle from the principal's office was a routine occurrence. His father's discipline never seemed to have the desired effect, and as he grew into his teens, he and Alex would bump heads to the point where Alex threatened to put him out the house. So, a year after graduating high school, Roger joined the military. The Johnson house is in the middle of the cul-de-sac. As family and guests began to arrive, the cul-de-sac filled up fast. Alex and Danielle's house was the first to be built in the cul-de-sac, and as other houses went up, they would greet their new neighbors with a pie and an invitation to come over for dinner. As more houses were built, and the community grew, the neighbors would get together and hold social gatherings in the cul-de-sac. They all eventually became good friends. Because of their friendships, when a family had a large gathering, knowing that parking space in the cul-de-sac was limited, it was agreed that parking in a neighbor's driveway was okay as long as the driver of that vehicle left their name and phone number in the mailbox of the neighbor whose driveway it was in. 
Just before one o'clock, Alex was in the garage putting out some trash when the familiar dark blue Jetta pulled into the driveway. It pulled right up behind his pickup truck. He stood there smiling while the driver got out. Hi, Dad, said Alicia. Hi, baby girl, said Alex. She walked up and gave him a big hug. Then she walked in the house, into the house in front of him and went straight to the kitchen. Not seeing her mom, she walked through the living room and up the stairs to her parents' bedroom. Danielle was sitting in the big chair, relaxing with her eyes closed. She heard Alicia as she was coming up the stairs, and when she walked in the room, Danielle, with her eyes still closed, said, Hi, Alicia. How did you know it was me? said Alicia. Because you come up the stairs the same way since you were 15, two steps at a time. How's my baby? said Danielle. I'm okay, Mom. Is there anything I can do to help? Nope, everything's ready. Just waiting for the crowd to come. Okay, then. I'll be in my room. Call me if you need me. Around the quarter to five, the first guests arrive. Alex's sister, Valerie, her husband, Frank, and their daughter, Bianca, walked in. Then, Danielle's sisters, Tina... Flo, Carrie, and Beverly showed up in a minivan. Danielle came outside to greet them. After they had hugged each other, they went through some sort of sisterhood ritual. Then they all started laughing and walked inside. Once inside, the sisters were greeted by Alex and Alicia. Then they waved at Alex's folks who were seated in the den watching It's a Wonderful Life. Then they walked out to the glassed-in porch and sat down. Danielle asked each one about how their children were doing and whether any of them were coming by. Carrie said that her two boys were on their way and they were bringing their girlfriends. While they were talking, they heard music coming from the garage. Moments later, Vincent walked out on the porch with his cello and greeted his mom and his aunts. He sat down in one of the chairs and prepared to play a portion of a musical piece he'd written as a solo for the orchestra. Just as he began to play, the front doorbell rang throughout the house, and he paused. It was Carrie's two boys and their girlfriends. Alicia escorted them to the porch. They all listened to Vincent's cello piece. When he had finished, they all applauded their appreciation. Vincent stood and bowed. At six o'clock, everyone had gathered in the dining room. Alex and Danielle were standing side by side at the head of the dining table. They thanked everybody for being there and asked them to bow their heads as Alex began to pray. Alex had just begun to pray when the front doorbell rang. Vincent quietly left the proceedings to answer the door. When Vincent opened the door, two men dressed in white Navy uniforms stood before him. The man on the right said, Hey, Vincent, don't you recognize your own brother? Vincent said, Roger, is that you? Yeah, little brother, it's really me. Vincent stepped toward Roger and they embraced. When Vincent stepped back, Roger said, Vincent, this is my shipmate, Joseph Martin. Well, hello, Joseph Martin, said Vincent. They shook hands. Then Vincent said, Come on in. As they stepped inside, Vincent said, Dad's praying. 
Let's stay here until he finishes. Moments later, the men heard a collective amen, and they knew it was okay to walk in. All eyes in the room turned toward the three men as they walked into the, lit, into the dining room. Roger said, Hi, Dad. Hi, Mom. Sorry I'm late. Danielle left her husband's side and ran over to Roger. She hugged him tightly and said, I'm so glad you're home. It's been so long. Alex walked around the table and through those standing until he was standing in front of his own son. Alex held out his hand and Roger grabbed it and shook it firmly. Then Alex embraced Roger and said, It's really good to see you, son. Alicia was standing right behind her dad anxiously, waiting her turn to greet her brother. When Alex stepped aside, Alicia ran into her brother's arms. He picked her up and spun her around. Then he set her back on the floor and said, Boy, haven't you grown into a pretty young lady. I bet you say that to all the girls, said Alicia. The crowd laughed and Roger said, Hello, everybody. I want you to meet my shipmate, Joseph Martin. I invited him here for Thanksgiving. Everybody said, Hello, Joseph. When Alex and Danielle had walked back to the head of the table, Danielle said, Everybody line up on this side of the dining table. We're going to do this cafeteria style. As you go in the kitchen, pick up your trays from the counter on the right and put your plates and silverware on it. Then walk counterclockwise through the kitchen and make your selections from the food that's on the island and come back and sit at the dining room table or go out on the porch. There's bottled water, soda pop, iced tea, and a variety of juices in the cooler on the floor at the end of the island. As the crowd began to move through the kitchen, Alicia and Vincent acted as monitors to direct, assist, and answer questions. All in all, everything went smoothly. Most of the grown folks came back to the dining room while the younger folks found their way to the porch. They talked and they ate, and they ate and they talked. Some went back for seconds, and some went back for thirds. When everyone had had their fill, Alex walked around through the house and asked everyone to join him and Danielle on the porch where there was plenty of room. When everybody had settled into a space on the porch, Alex said, I want to thank all of you for coming here today to share Thanksgiving with us. Join me in showing appreciation to my lovely wife for such a delicious meal. Everybody applauded. Danielle stepped forward, curtsied, then stepped back. As Alex continued, he said, There are very few things in life more important than family. So, love your family. Protect them and tell them how much they are appreciated. When there is an offense, ask for forgiveness and make up quickly. As much as it is up to you, be at peace with all the members of your family. Just something to keep in mind as you leave here today, okay? That's it for me. Later that evening, after everyone else had left, Vincent and Alicia are saying their goodbyes to their mom and dad, Roger and Joseph. Vincent says to Roger, Man, it's been great seeing you. Don't stay away so long next time. It'll make it easier for me to recognize you. 
They laugh, then Roger says, I'll try not to. Vincent tells Joseph, Y'all watch each other's backs, okay? Joseph say, I will do. Then Vincent leaves. Alicia just gives him a big hug and says, See you next time. She gives Joseph a fist bump. Then she walks out the door to the garage. Moments later, Alex, Danielle, Roger, and Joseph are in the kitchen. Danielle is putting together to-go plates for Roger and Joseph. Roger says, Mom, Dad, there's something I want you to know before Joseph and I leave. But first, Dad, did you mean all those things you said earlier about loving all your family members and being at peace with them? Yes, I did, said Alex. Well, then, I want you to extend those ideals to the newest member of our family, Joseph. He and I are married. Conundrum, a series of short stories by John Lanyap, will return next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Thank you for listening.